When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 55498. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message. Lift your Bibles in the building and online. Make the confession of faith together. Let's go. I'm in my year of jubilee. I'm expecting celebration, emancipation, and restoration every day in Jesus' name. Amen. So, God, we are open and we are ready. Speak to us now. 915, give him the sound. Speak to us now. Let us end this series strong. 2023 is a biblically mandated year of jubilee. And we say, God, have your way in us. Have your way around us. Even while we're fasting and praying at the top of the year, bringing order, we declare every area of our lives is in order and we see jubilee. In Jesus' name we pray. Release a praise right there, 915. Hallelujah. So you know, you know 2023 is your year of jubilee. These three things, if you don't know anything else about this year, you should know that these three things you can expect. Number one, celebration. Everything that happens this year is win or win for you. There are only two options, and both of those options are that you win. Say no losses this year. Which means even if you get information that seems or feels like it's a loss, it is not a loss. You need to look at it again because it's a win. If God shuts one door, do not cry. Do not be mad. You got to get up like Isaac did. Every time they threw dirt in his well, Isaac said, I ain't going to fight with you. I'll just go dig another well. I'm so glad you're sitting next to somebody that recognizes all this year, all they're going to do is win, which means I'm not going to go back and forth with nobody. Why? Because I've got some wins that are scheduled for me. I got winning in January. February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. Come on, speak that over your ear. Say, all I do is win this year. Number two, emancipation. This means no restrictions. I've used this cage as an example because this is how many Christians live their life. They live caged lives and caged existences, giving God all of their excuses about why they can't do something. What's crazy about the cage you're in is there's actually no lock on it, which means that you have had an open door. Most people are praying for an open door, but you've had an open door. Watch me. Your comfort in the cage has kept you from what was outside of the cage. But I'm so excited. Watch me now. 15 because I'm speaking and preaching to some people that are about to bust out of every restriction. Everything you said you couldn't do, you're about to say, not only did I get it done, but I got it done well because I won. You're about to come out of your insecurity, out of your shyness, out of your fear, out of your negativity, out of your I'm not good enough, out of your I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, I'm that. You're about to walk with no restrictions, shout no restrictions. Number three, it is a year of restoration, which means it will be better than before. Whenever God restores something, he makes it better than it was before. What three things are you to expect in your year of jubilee? Celebration. Second, emancipation. Third, restoration. Now, this does not mean you won't have battles. This just means at the end of that battle, I will celebrate and I will have busted out of every restriction and what I get at the end of the battle will be better than what I had. I pray that you don't overestimate what you have and underestimate what you could achieve if you would come out of your restrictions. Lift your hands in the building and don't line and for three seconds, saturate your 2023 with worship. Go. Three. 
come on Facebook, come on YouTube, come on app, come on Twitch, come on website. Two. Matter of fact, let's practice your celebration. I said, let's practice your celebration. The deal's about to close, and you're going to walk away with $400,000 you didn't have before. You're about to get the job that you prayed for. You're about to get the office you prayed for. You're about to get the house you prayed for. You're about to get the spouse you prayed for. I need you to practice your celebration on three. One, two, three, go, go, go. I'm practicing. I'm putting a down payment on my celebration. To somebody on the shoulder on the way down and say, start practicing now. I got my shout locked and loaded and ready to go. I got my post locked and loaded and ready to go. I told you this on Wednesday that the last two messages of this series, Jubilee, were warnings. Why? 1 Peter 5 8, be on your guard. In other words, do not let your guard down because you're in the midst of celebration. For most people, the reason they're scared to celebrate is because when they celebrate, they let their guard down and then they get attacked. And I need you not to be afraid to celebrate. I just need you to celebrate with a knife in your hand. You know what I'm saying? Not literally. Right? I, but boss me, the Bible says that the word of God is like a dual-edged sword. Which means I need you to shout with your sword like, but don't come up. You ready? Okay. It says be on guard and stay awake. Stay what? Awake. In other words, he says, stay woke. He said, this is not the time for you to just uh, be sedated. This is not the time for you to just be hypnotized. This is not the time for you to be passive. This is not the time for you to be lethargic. This is not the time for you to wait on something to happen. This is the time for you to get in God and make something happen. He says, be on guard, stay awake. Your enemy, the devil, is like a roaring lion sneaking around to find somebody to attack. So he is looking for somebody that is not on guard, somebody that is not awake. He's looking for somebody that passively prays. He's looking for somebody that passively worships. He's looking for somebody that is passive in what they do. Why? Because they will not catch the attack before it comes. And here's what I'm excited about. This year, before there's an attack, you ready for this? This is prophecy. God's going to tell you. And you'll know before an attack comes. So that way you can get yourself on guard. In other words, I won't be shocked by anything that happens this year. You won't be shocked by a Judas. You won't be shocked by a witch or a warlock. You're not going to be shocked because you're going to stay on guard. Lay your hands on yourself say, I won't be shocked by any attack this year. Wednesday's warning was this. Don't be neurotic. And if you miss Wednesday's message, go back. Watch it or listen to it for yourself. To be neurotic has these definitions. It means that you are normally sensitive. Many people hear me in your jubilee year, you're going to need to stop. It's amazing to me how many people are lions when they go on after somebody, but they're house cats when somebody comes after them. You want to rock, 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 rock. And then when you get something, my feelings are hurt. Shut up. You don't get to serve it if you can't take it. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. So for all of you that like to help everybody else get in their place, be prepared because somebody about to check your behind and get you in your place. You cannot be abnormally sensitive. You cannot have thin skin. You cannot walk around talking about my feelings are hurt. While your feelings are hurt, your future will escape you. Come on. Number two, you cannot be abnormally obsessive. There are certain things you think about way too much. And the crazy thing is you're thinking about things that don't affect the bottom line. You're thinking about things that are not important. You're thinking about things that do have nothing to do with what your assignment is. You're worried about stuff that has nothing to do with what your uh, directives are. And I need you to hear me, especially those of you who sit in seats of leadership or serving. Hear me. You need to focus on what you've been directed to do and not be worried about other stuff. It ain't your job to worry about the people you're not the shepherd I am it's your job to do what you've been instructed to do y'all ain't saying nothing and I said what I said touch the person next to you say don't obsess over crazy stuff don't well so and so didn't like my post they barely liked themselves so don't worry about the fact that they didn't like your post so and so was talking about me that must mean you're doing something amazing because you don't sit up and have conversations about people unless they are doing something amazing I'm not going to obsess over what you think I'm not going to obsess over what you feel how you feel is how you feel that ain't got nothing to do with 
Number three, abnormally anxious. You cannot be abnormally anxious walking around with anxiety. Why? Because if you're walking around with anxiety, you are literally never going to apprehend what it is that God has ordained for you in this year. Say, I will not be neurotic. Can you say it in a believable way? Say, I will not be neurotic. Now, I showed you this woman, Hannah, on Wednesday. Hannah's name literally means God has favored me. And I taught you that every individual can put themselves, whether you're a female or a male, you can put yourselves in Hannah's shoes. If you're not a lady, you're not going to be Hannah, you're going to be Hans, right? Or Henry, or Hero, or Herod, you know, all right, all right, all right. Now, watch me. It means God has favored me. Now, she has a rival. Pay attention. They are both married to the same man named Elkanah, which was customary in those days for men of nobility or men that had means or men that had power or men that had, men that had wealth. Now, they are rivals because Penina has children, but Hannah doesn't. But pay attention, but Hannah has something that Penina can't get, which is God's favor. Some of you are in rivalries with people that can't compete with you. Why? Because you'll, you won't have access to what I have access to. Can I help you? Do not find yourself in competition with anybody except yesterday's version of yourself. Well, watch me. Whenever you're beginning to compete and compare yourself to other people, you're doing yourself a disservice. Watch me. Because Penina, you ain't never going to be Hannah. And Hannah, you ain't never going to be Penina. So the best thing you can do, Hannah, is be the best Hannah you can be. And Penina, the best thing you can do is be the best Penina you can be. Because I don't want to be you. I don't want your... Look at the person next to you and say, I don't want your life. Tell them, say, I'm not grace to be you. Tell them, say, I'm grace to be me. So Hannah's name means God has favored me, but Penina, her name literally means a pearl. And a pearl is uh, uh, formed by a defense mechanism in, in an oyster. Whenever an irritant or a piece of sand enters into an oyster, then that uh, oyster will begin to secrete a liquid that begins to cover the irritant. Pay attention. It takes three years for high quality pearls to develop. I'm not talking about something you got off of Amazon for $17. That ain't a high quality pearl. I'm talking about somebody they have security guards standing by. It takes three years for a high quality pearl to be developed. Let me see if I can get some people to understand where you're at in your life. Uh, watch me. It takes three years for a high quality pearl to be developed. Okay. And for some of you, the issues that began in 2020, God says, watch me. The pearl is finally ready in 2020. Y'all not saying that? It was an irritant. It messed with you. It aggravated you. It frustrated you. But can I get you to fist bump somebody and say, your pearl is ready? Oh my God. I don't like y'all silence. Touch somebody else. Say, your pearl is ready. Not one year, not two years. It takes three years for a high quality pearl to develop. Now, watch me. When you look at this story from 1 Samuel chapter 1, the Bible says her rival used to provoke her grievously, which means every time Hannah had to deal with Penina, she was grieved. And for some of you, pay attention, there are certain situations where every time you have to deal with it, it creates grief. What is grief? It is our human response to loss. There are certain people you deal with that every time you walk away from them, it's grief. Because you're like, God, dog, I can't stand You ready? Some of you, some of you, watch me. There are certain situations you deal with that every time you deal with it, it causes grief. Every time their name comes up across your desk, it causes grief. Every time their name comes across your email, it causes grief. Every time you think about the situation, it causes grief. And so now this is where Hannah is. Hannah is in a state and a place where she is grieving every time she deals with Penina, which means she never heals because she stays in grief. I need some of you to hear me. You have given people way too much power. How I'm going to let you keep me in grief? Now I've given you control over my emotions. Come on, y'all. And in your jubilee year, no other person is going to have control over your emotions. They can act crazy if they want to, and your response is going to be, well, shalom. I mean, you ain't pulling me in your mess. You're not pulling me in your drama. You're not pulling me in your little attitude. I see you with your attitude, but that ain't nothing but a witch attitude. And the Bible says, suffer not a witch to live, which means I will ignore you because you'll kill yourself. 
You ready? Bible says she provoked her grievously to do what? Irritate her. So now, how do you perform a pearl? An irritant enters an oyster. So now we see the fulfillment of why Penina is present. Because here's the question. Why would God let this happen? Better question is, why aren't you paying attention to what God is making happen? Why aren't you paying attention to the value that your rival adds to you? Okay. All right, you ready? You're so mad that you have a rival. Why don't you pay attention to the fact that that rival made you pray harder? That rival made you worship harder. That rival made you come up in your emotions. That rival made you evaluate things differently. Look what the Bible says. Because the Lord had closed her womb. Now, this is crazy because, Penina, you're starting stuff with me for something I can't control. Now, the fact that the Lord closed her womb, harvest worship, means that at one point her womb was open. Which means it's a cruel jest to let me experience what it is to be open. To then only shut down. It's one thing to have more than enough to only be in a state and place in your life where you're like, how did I get here? Is there anybody where you've ever been on a mountain and then you found yourself in a valley and you're asking yourself, how did I get? The Lord closed her womb. Pay attention. Verse 7. So it went on year by year. Now, because we know the time it takes for pearls to form, and the Bible doesn't say it, we can now properly ascertain approximately how long this went on. That this went on for a minimum of three years. You're talking about this has been going on for two weeks. Shut up. This has been happening for five months. Be quiet. Well, ask me. The longer it lasts, the bigger the pearl. The bigger the pearl, the more value the pearl. What if I told you your penina just increased your net worth by six figures? What if I just told you that your penina just increased your spiritual authority? This is why you can speak to sickness and it obeys. This is why you can call on heaven and God responds. The bigger the pearl, the bigger the value. Because every time that irritant is there, another layer of that liquid is secreted by the oyster. Now pay attention to this. Bible says, verse 7, so it went on year by year. And often as she went up in the house of the Lord, she used to provoke her. Which means, 915, that the more spiritual she got, the more ignorant. Not ignorant, come on. The more ignorant Panana got. You ever, you ever left church one day and just thought, and the Lord's going to shut down every crazy person and all that, and then once you leave that high place, they act more crazy? Ignat. Come on, let's practice it, all right? It's a hood Hebrew word. Come on, come on. Say ignat. Ignat, all right? All right, now watch this. Every time she went to church, Penina got worse with her. Are you just going to church, huh? You still ain't got no kids. But Penina, you don't, watch me, while you have kids, I have freedom. You're missing it. See, some of you, you're comparing and contrasting your stuff to their stuff, but you're missing the freedom that you have. Because Penina, what you don't have is Elkanah's love, and what you don't have is God's favor. He sleeps with you, but he don't love you. You only listen to me. You do not have what I... Now, they were both married, so let me just be crystal clear, because I don't want nobody to misinterpret what I said. Bishop, he's mine. She may have had him once, but I got him all the time. We got a whole problem right now. Right, watch me. Watch me. Therefore, Hannah wept and would not eat. So what is she doing? She's weeping. She's crying. She's angry. She's frustrated. She's neurotic. She's abnormally anxious. How are you not eating? She's abnormally obsessive. You care about what Penina thinks? You, you care about what Penina thinks. What's crazy is that you will care about what certain people think. And when you look at them, some, okay, I'm trying to clean this up as nice as I can. How do you care about what a fruitless person thinks? Like, how are you caring about what so-and-so said? This? So-and-so doesn't have a window nor a pot. I'm just confused as to why their opinion has that much weight with you. Y'all ready? I said, are you ready? Therefore, Hannah wept and would not eat. Now, check out. Check this out. God is so good. Say, how good is he, Bishop? (laughs) That God will sometimes do things behind the scenes that you don't know what he's doing. Because I want you to pay attention to the last uh, uh, three words in the verse. Would not eat. Somebody say, she she fasted. fasted. 
Sometimes God will use your paninas to push you into something you didn't even intend to be in. And you're in the right place at the right time with the right people in the right position. Come on, say I'm in the right place at the right time with the right people in the right position. Look, 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 look. She pushed her to a fast. Verse 10, she's deeply distressed and prays to the Lord and she weeps bitterly. Now, she didn't pray according to the text until verse 10, which means for nine verses, you have tolerated what you never prayed about. What I love about nine verses is nine is the biblical number of birthing. Which means even though you didn't know what was going on because you were just in the middle of your neurosis, your God is so good to you that he took what was evil and he turned that thing for your... I dare some of y'all that didn't even recognize what God was doing behind the scenes to pop up out your seat one time and just turn around. If you don't think he's turning and you sit there and do nothing, but for the rest of us, pop up and say, he's turning it for my good. Grab a seat. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Neurosis delays what's next. When you're abnormally anxious, abnormally obsessive, when you're abnormally sensitive, it delays what's next. Took her nine verses to finally pray. Those nine verses we can ascertain based on deductive logic were a minimum of three years. How long has it taken you to pray about something that you've had neurosis about? How come you haven't prayed about your sensitivity and instead you just said, that's how I am? That is not who you are. That's who you choose to be. And because nobody's ever gotten your face and checked you about your sensitivity, you are not Ralph Tresvant. You need a man. No, I don't. I need a warrior. Come on, we need somebody to fight. You ready? You ready? Okay, all right, look, look, look. Um, neurosis delays what's next. So let's look at what happens. In verse 11. In verse 11, 11 is the biblical number of dysfunction. And in verse 11, the Bible says, and she vows a vow to the Lord and says, O Lord of hosts, this means the Lord that fights for me. Pay attention to what she prayed for. She prayed to the God that fights for her. In your jubilee year, God says, watch me, you know him as father. You know him as protector. You know him as love. In your jubilee year, God says, you're about to see him as the God that fights and God is about to pick some fights with people and you're going to show up to the fight like, come on, and God's going to be like, move out the way. It's about to be a Medea situation. God's going to say, you move, get down because I'm just about to be shot spot. What are you saying? God's about to fight for you. Open your mouth, 915. Say, he's fighting for me this year. In verse 11, Hannah says, O Lord of hosts, this means the God of angel armies, the God that joins his forces with our forces, the God that fights for me. He says, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your servant. Why does she call it affliction? Because she's neurotic. It's not really affliction. You're just abnormally sensitive. You're abnormally obsessive. And you are abnormally uh, 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 anxious. Sensitive, obsessive, anxious. Sensitive? Now, I need you to remember those three because you don't have time to be any of them this year. I don't need you crying over nothing. No, you're not going to cry. You're not going to shed no tears. No, you're not going to cry. You ain't got the time. 11 years, verse 11. You ready? <laughs> Here we go. And remember and not forget your servant. Hannah, who forgot you? I didn't forget you. You're just neurotic, so you think I leave you when I'm right there. See, when you're neurotic, give me some keys. When you're neurotic, when you're neurotic, here's the deal. You, you're this person. Thank you. When you're neurotic, you're this person. You ready? Oh, my God. Where are my keys? I said, God, why were you always doing this to me? Lord, I'm faithful to you. I don't know why I can't find my keys, these kids. What are y'all doing with my keys? You cussing, acting a fool, mad at everybody. You texting people on your job. I know you got my keys. 
Now you mad, now you crying, now you cussing, now you acting a fool, but because you're neurotic, watch me, you didn't pay attention to the fact that you had what you needed the whole time. And I'm going to tell some of y'all, you had what you needed the whole time. Your neurosis made you miss what's next, but I pray that you not be neurotic in your 2023. Open your mouth, please. Say, I will not be neurotic this year. Look at the last part of the verse. She says, but will you give to your servant a son? Pay attention to how her neurosis works. She says, give me a son and I'll give him to you. Which means I don't really want him because I want him. I want him so she can see me have him. You have to be careful that your desires for what you want aren't so you can just show somebody else, look, I got it. Because you will spend your life miserable trying to compete with people that ain't got nothing in the first place. You'll spend your life miserable trying to show other people, well, look at me and look at what I got and look at where I'm going. You going on trips you ain't got the money for because you're trying to... You ready? So here's what she says. If you give me a son, I'm going to give him back to you. So check this out. Hannah has a son. His name is Samuel. He becomes an amazing man of God, but she has to drop him off at the church and leave him with Eli, the man of God. She can't raise him. So now Samuel has to deal with abandonment issues, rejection issues, because he's thinking, I'm glad that I'm here with Eli, but what's up? Why ain't she here? But watch me. But even in that, God is so good. Say, how good is he, Bishop? That God used the deficit of the mother to make sure that Samuel was two times a man of God. So Samuel was a prophet, Samuel was a judge, and Samuel was priest. Samuel was the first one to sit in multiple seats and be the same man. And for some of you, what you thought was a negative in 2023, you're going to see this is really a positive. What you thought was lost, you're going to say, I'm glad you rejected me. I'm glad you walked out. I'm glad you did me how you did me. Okay. So, so look at this. So verse 17. When she's praying that to God, she's moving her lips. She's speaking in her mind. She's moving her lips. She's speaking in her mind. Eli, the man of God, looks at her and says, she didn't have She's lit- he literally looks at it and says, she's drunk. She didn't came to church drunk. <laughs> literally, she's like, she's... Where's security? Y'all going to get up before she start getting too friendly? Listen. Then Eli answered, go in peace. And the God of Israel grant you your petition that you have prayed to him. He engages her and he says, okay, you ain't crazy. You're just neurotic. And your neurosis makes you act crazy. And for some of you, a lot of what you're saying, this is just how I am. And a lot of your erratic behavior is because of your neurosis. Lift your hands. So I sit in the seat that Eli did in verse 17. And I pray that whatever your petition is before the Lord, that the Lord would grant you your petition in this building and online. I pray 2023 is a year of answered prayers. I pray that 2023 is a year of results. I pray that 2023, whatever Panina push you to, that God would get the glory out of it and that she push you in the purpose. In Jesus' name, worship God for five seconds right there. Go, five, four. Come on, YouTube. Three, two. Come on, app. One. Shout, yes, Lord. Look at verse 18. Look at verse 18. Okay, I'm going where we're going. She said, let your servant find favor in your eyes. What does her name mean? God has favored me. What does her name mean? God has favored me. When you're neurotic, you miss the favor you have. Some of y'all sitting up, I just can't, I just can't seem to find a job. You're missing the favor that you have, which is that you're doing good without one. Mm. You're missing the favor that you have. You have the time to build your business. You're missing it. You're, you're missing the favor you do have. I just can't seem to find good friends. You're missing the favor of isolation. The favor of isolation is now I ain't got to waste my time in their business because I can build my... 
You are missing the favor that you have because of neurosis. He says, let me find favor. Boo, you have it. You already have it. What is favor? Preferential treatment. It is when a superior leans to an inferior and grants them something with grace that they can't get on their own. So while you're complaining about, I got to ride this bus, you're missing your favor. God has given you opportunities to witness and you haven't done it once, which is why he won't let you off the bus. Y'all ain't going to say that to me. I got to do this Uber. You're missing your favor. God is putting strangers around you for you to spark up a conversation because you might have somebody that says, I love your idea and I don't know why, but something tells me I need to write you a check. I don't like your silence. Open up your mouth. Say, I already have favor. Then the Bible says, last part of the verse, we're about to turn the corner, and our face was no longer sad. So check this out. While God used all of this because he's good like that, he is so good. Romans 8, 28, he makes all things work together. Even though she's neurotic, he still gets it to her next. Even though she wants a son that she'll have to give back to the man of God and give to God, God says, I'm going to still make something amazing out of this son that you won't be able to raise him, but I'm going to make sure that the man of God raises him and makes him twice a man. Watch me, Samuel will be so much of a man that Samuel's natural sons would end up having to be uh, taken off the planet because Samuel, his spiritual son, took the place of his natural son. You ready? But her neurosis and being neurotic made her journey miserable. And for many of you, listen to me, your neurosis has made what's supposed to be fun Misery. I'm just so tired. Lay your down and go to sleep. It's fifth Sunday. And, I'm, and to be honest, I've been kind of lightweight with y'all today. Okay. It's just, it's just so much. Okay. Well, take a break. Get up. Stop sitting at the doggone computer for 40 hours straight. Get up. Walk around. You need the exercise. Walk around the house. Skip if you need to. <laughs> Skip to the loo, my darling. You're making it miserable. You're making years of your life you will never get back miserable because you're abnormally anxious, you're abnormally obsessive, and you're abnormally sensitive. She made her journey miserable. Go back to the last verse. And now her face is not sad. Some of you, we can see your neurosis. It's written all over your face. You haven't said a word. Because even when everybody else is rejoicing, you're like, but I don't know if it's going to work out for me, though. And everybody else is worshiping. Yeah, but I've been praying for a long time. See, that attitude is why God is not attracted to your environment. You want him to be celebrated in heaven and then come to your environment where he got to, now come on and worship me. Now come on and praise me. Now I got you up this morning. I got you that tax refund. You weren't expecting $13,745. That's somebody over here's return amount. You ready? I woke you up this morning. I gave you food. This was the easiest fast for you to ever do. It ain't never been this easy for you to do, but this one was easy for you. I've done all this for you. He's not going to come to your environment of neuroticism and come around your environment and have to pump you and prime you to give him what he gets for free. And what if you don't give him, God says, I will make this monitor holler for me. I will make these lights flicker and holler for me. I, I will make, I, I will, I'm not going to beg you to give me what I am to. Her face was sad for years. For years. She's anxious. She's sensitive. She's depressed. She's overthinking everything. She does nothing because she overthinks everything. How many of you are still planning from 2011? I'm just waiting on the right time. Boo. If... It, Though the vision is yet for an appointed time, your neurosis delayed it. You were so sensitive and obsessive and anxious. Here, we're about to shift because I'm going to show you what neurosis does. I just need you to test the person next to you. Say, not this year. 
Say, you will not be neurotic. Say, it's time for next. At 1023 Mountain Time on Sunday, January 29th, I need you to shout like you're stepping into your next. One, two, three. Hallelujah. So, so, so the question is, why did this take so long for her? Why did it take so long for her to pray? Why did it take so long for her to ask God? Why did it take so long for her to not be sad anymore? Some of you, God is like, uh, listen, I didn't change your situation. Uh, uh, All I did, all I did was have the man of God to tell you, I'm going to give you what you pray for. You still got to go conceive. You still got to go carry, which means it took 11 to 10 months, 10 to 11 months to get what it was that you, the answer was yes to anyhow. But my problem is, is that it took you so long. You want to know why? It's because neurosis, it gives you hypnosis. It gives you hypnosis. So today's warning is this, and we're almost done. Don't take the hypnotic. Would you look over at somebody and just with a teaspoon of hood, just look at them online, you type it on in the comments and say, don't take the hypnotic. Only syrup I need you having is maple. After the fast. What is hypnotic? It means spell binding. You are literally under a spell, Hannah. Because you're going around God and they're working God. And God is like, what are you doing? I have favored you. And I gave you an advantage Penina did not have. It's numbing. So you're numb to what's going on around you. You're, you're in hypnosis. It's a hypnotic. You're numb. I just don't feel nothing. And, listen, and don't blame it on church and don't blame it on God. I just don't feel nothing. That's because you're hypnotized. Because you've been taken hypnotic. Because you're neurotic. And it's got you acting idiotic. Now that's it. You ready? Here's the, I like this word. It has you acting stupefacient. Mm, that's a fancy word for stupid. You are acting stupid. Come on, come on. Just look at the person next to you. You're about to get this up off of them. Just touch them on the shoulder and look at them simultaneously online. You tag somebody. If you are in the house with somebody, you touch them and just say, no stupidity this year. Here's the last definition. Lethargy. It has you acting tired and lazy. You wake up tired. You go to sleep tired. You sleep tired. You on your job tired. You at church tired. You with your kids tired. You give God tired praise. You tired when you pray. You tired when you speak. Every time we talk to you, you telling us how tired you are. It's not that you're tired, it's that you're lethargic. You've confused tiredness with lazy. You're not tired. You just prefer lazy because it requires nothing of you. You just prefer lazy because you don't have to be accountable for anything. You prefer lazy because you've gotten used to it. And now you're trying to make me uncomfortable, God. And I don't want to be uncomfortable. So I'm going to say I'm tired when really I've been on some hypnotic. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me? Okay. All right. What kind of hypnotic are you on? Now, Listen. Before church, they had to give me a little lesson. Because the only thing I get high on is Jesus. I had to ask, so what is this? 915, don't do that. Don't. Don't do that. Don't do that. God, no. I think I just get, this is a real prop, my God. That left 15 gonna be turned, you hear? I listen. <laughs> this is a real prop. Y'all got this from a real prop. For those of you who don't know what this is, this is what they use for that Mary and that Jane. They had to teach me this before church, and I said, now is this for crack or what is this for? Is this for I, didn't, I didn't know. 
And for those of you who do know, we got a meeting after church. Come on. We got a deliverance line right down here. And then I said, well, bring me, bring me. Then, then, then they, I guess this is how they give it to you now. My original prop was a nickel bag, but then they had this. I learned a lot before church during my sound check. You ready? What, what hypnotic, what hypnotic are you on? What hypnotic are you on? Literally and emotionally and spiritually. Literally. Some of you, these vices you have, they're hypnotics. No judgment, but I'm just telling you, while you think you have control of it, you don't. It has control of you because without it, you can't function, which means you are spellbound. You ready? You're spellbound. If a substance controls you and says, it's 1030, it's time, you are spellbound. Y'all ain't going to say nothing, but since you want to get quiet, we're going to go right through here. I got, a, I got one of them monster trucks. I'm going to crush every car right through here. What hypnotic are you on? On that NyQuil. Ain't sick. Stella, trying to get a groove back. Listen. You better tell your story. Come on here. <laughs> you better get yourself free. That's the person next to you say, you will not be under a hypnotic this year. Say naturally or spiritually. Now, purpose is about to wake you up. Assignment's about to wake you up. Joy is about to wake you up. Peace is about to wake you up. Come on, touch somebody else next to you. Say, you won't be under hypnosis this year. Let me show you what happens when you're under hypnosis. In John chapter 5, this is a man where neurosis is called hypnosis. So because he's neurotic, now he's under hypnotic. And sometimes you don't even know. Look at John chapter 5, verse number 3. In these, these referring to these five porches. Five is the number of grace. This place that they are is a place of grace and disgrace. Which means when you're under hypnosis, you have grace, but you live like a disgrace. And these lay, which means they're under hypnosis. A great multitude of sick people. Some people are infected. Infected with what? Their past. Some people are blind. This means they can't see. Some people are lame. This means they can't go forward. You ever met somebody that says, I can't go forward? I can't. I can't. I can't. I just can't do it. I can't do it. Why? Because you're lame. Paralyzed. Powerless and ineffective. You ever met somebody that was all talking, no walk? All right. Watch me. Waiting for the moving of the water. Here's my question. Multitudes are laying on these five porches where God's grace shows up. But they're living as a disgrace. Why? Because they're waiting for an angel to come down once a year and stir the water. When you have hypnosis, watch me, it makes you think you're helpless. You're waiting on an angel to stir the water. My question is, you ready? Why didn't you go stir the water yourself? My question is, why didn't you get in the water and say, when the angel gets here, I'm going to be here? Why did, why did you not say, God, do something? Why would you sit there? And the man we're about to read about sits there for 38 years, almost four decades, waiting on something because he's under hypnosis. He's under hypnosis. Verse 4, an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in what first was made well. Look at me. That's how they got to get healed. John chapter 5, man, we don't know his name, which means it could be anybody. Why did you think that the way that God healed them is the way that God has to heal you? Why do you think that the way God blessed him is the way God got to bless you. Why do you think that the way God did it for somebody down the street is the way God got to do it for you? What if God was about to do a whole new thing with you? 
that, come here, Bible, that eye hasn't seen him, ear hasn't heard it, neither had any mind imagined. Why do you keep saying this is the only way it has to happen because that's the paradigm you've created because your neurosis has got you under hypnosis and you think this is the only way he can heal? This is the only way it can happen. The only way, the only way I'm going to get this business is somebody got to give me some money. Or you can be like Pinky Cole and start your first restaurant, which fails, but then bounce back and do you a second restaurant that's got a $100 billion valuation for people eating vegan food. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. I wish you'd touch your neighbor and say, that's their way, not your way. You got to get in the water. God going to heal me on land. You got to go through all of that. God's going to do it for me right here. And he's going to do it for me right now. So they said, their hypnosis made them say, this is the only way that we can be healed. This is the only way I can have joy. This is the only way. This is the only way. So because of that, he said, well, I'm waiting because the way God did it for them is the way God has to do it for me. Which means you take away your faith because now your expectation is in an outcome. The only way this is going to happen is what if God was going to send one person? You say, I just need, I just need, I need all these people to help me. What if God was going to send one person to write you one check? Oh no, come on, I keep hearing this. And God's gonna send one person to be a seven-figure donor. Yo. And one person is gonna make up for the efforts of thousands. But if you're convinced you need the thousands, you will ignore the one. Y'all with me? We almost there. Verse five. Now a certain man was there who had an infirmity. Infirmity doesn't mean sickness. It means the handicap his mind develops about his sickness. So I need you to pay attention. The man wasn't lying there because he was sick. The man was lying there because he told himself he had to lie there because he was sick. He's under a hypnotic handicap. And it lasts for how many years? 38 years. Now, I know you touch your neighbor a lot, but that's because your neighbor has to get free. I have an assignment. Wednesday, we're starting a new series. I need everybody free by the end of this series as it pertains to this. All right? So you're going to touch him at least four more times today, and you're going to like it. Online, you're going to put it in the comments, and you're going to tag somebody. And if there's nobody to touch you, stretch your hands towards me. Just touch them and say, it ends today. Come on, 915. I need your faith to rise up when you say that. Touch somebody else and say your infirmity ends today. Not tomorrow, not Tuesday, not Wednesday, not Thursday, not Friday, not Saturday, but it ends too. Life and death are in the power of your tongue. Verse 6. When Jesus saw him lying there, watch grace. How many people are there? Multitudes. What does Jesus do? Step over bodies. What does Jesus do? He steps around. Over bodies. To get to. He stepped around your mama them. He stepped around your cousin them. He stepped around your auntie them. He stepped around your ex. He stepped around. He stepped around bodies to get to. Why are you still faithful in the friends you used to come to church with or not? Because he stepped around bodies to get to you. He stepped around bodies and he sees the man lying there. Where? In Bethesda, a place of grace and disgrace. And he says to the man, so say your name. Do you want to be made well? Neurosis, abnormally anxious, obsessive, sensitive, creates what? Hypnosis, lethargic. He knows the routine. He knows how to be jacked up. All his friends jacked up. He knows how to struggle. What if your issue was that you don't know how to live without a struggle? So you keep making stupid mm, decisions that create struggle. You're about to come out of that. Please, please, please. 
If your neighbor ain't touching you, then go sit somewhere else because you ain't got time to fool with labor behind. To somebody next to you and say he's about to interrupt your routine. You're going to find out what it's like to live without that struggle. You're going to find out what it's like not to live without that burden. You're going to find what it's like to not live locked down, bound, and restricted. And it's getting ready to happen. He says to him, do you want to be made well? Next verse, let's go. The sick man answered him, sir, shalom, sir. I don't have anybody, shut up, to put me in the pool, shut up. When the angel stirs up the water, shut up. While I'm coming, shut up. Another one steps down before me, shut up. Hypnotic makes you idiotic. Everything you just described is stupid. All of it. Let's break it down. We got to go. I don't have nobody to put me in the pool. You want to see how stupid he is? Okay, now, now watch me. You ready? Because you got to come out of your hypnosis. Let me show you how stupid your excuse has been. You ready? Everybody lean in. Everybody lean in. Lean. Lean. You ready? Let's go. Okay, now you can sit back because I don't need you hurting your back. I need the healing line. Look what he says. I have no man to put me in the pool. Stop. But while I am coming, stop. So you can walk. Shut your mouth. So you can walk with your idiotic, hypnotized, neurotic behind. You can walk. You just walk slow. You should have prayed to get a pep in your... Oh, so you can walk. But your hypnosis has you acting idiotic. Here's the real deal. You don't want to walk. It's easy to pray about a better marriage. You don't want one, though. Because you like having something to talk about with your friends on your little Friday margarita night at Senior Rick's. Getting your Poyo Magnifico. Well, that's good though. Listen, all right, watch. <laughs> okay, I gotta get my Atlanta family. You don't want to because you're busy going to Stony River eating that bread. Oh, glory. Can you rejoice for what we're gonna eat on Thursday? Give God a praise. <laughs> Come on here. <laughs> My order's already in. Listen. Let me say, what is he talking about? Corporate fast. All right, look at me. We got to go, y'all. While I am coming, which means you can't walk. So your idiotic excuse of nobody can put you in the pool, where'd you get that from? It's because you're spellbound. You're numb. You're experiencing stupefaction tendencies. Stupid. You're lethargic. I could walk, but who chat? I've been trying to tell you to get ready because you don't have time to get ready for some of you you're going to be in so many airports this year you better get ready I don't know why you still haven't gotten your passport you better get ready you're about to do more than take trips to Mississippi y'all ain't saying nothing to me you're about to do more than take trips to St. Louis are you kidding me there's a world out there to see touch somebody next to you and say be ready please we got to go. Verse 8. I want you to pay attention to this. This is so simple. And when I, give it, when I say it to him, I'm saying it to you, and I literally want you to do it, okay? Jesus said to him, rise. If I stand up. In the building, again, no line. Stand up. If I stand. If I stand. See, tell me I'm moving too slow to stand. Stand up. You ready? What is he saying? Rise from your hypnosis. Now, now, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Take up your bed. Take up your bed means throw your bed away so you can never return to. What was his bed? His hypnosis. What is your bed that you've been lying in that you made? 
She keeps saying, I can't because of this. I can't because I'm this. I, I can't because of this. It's not going to work because of this. It's not going to work because of that. It's not going to work because you haven't decided for it to work. Then he says, and walk. You know what this means? You saw me walk around all these bodies to get to you, right? He says, the same way you saw me walk around obstacles, you're going to have to do the same thing. Look at the next part. We out of here. Look at this part. Let's go. And immediately, say your name, was made well through the better way and started walking. I need you to take three steps because you're in 2023. Say, I'm walking this year. In my jubilee, I'm walking this year. In my favor, I'm walking this year. Tell somebody on the shoulder, say, you're walking this year. Come on, say, we're walking this year. Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. Jesus never touched him. No, you're not getting it. Jesus never touched him. Somebody, I just need, I just need a touch. No, you don't. Jesus never told him, 915, be healed. He didn't need to tell him, be healed. You're just up under that hypnotic. You can walk the whole time. You can fly the whole time. You can win the whole time. You can change your situation the whole time. You've been able to do it the whole time. Notice, he never got into the water. I thought this was the only way. I thought this was the only way. It's the only way because you keep saying that. Because you're up under that hypnotic. He never got in the water. You know why? He never needed to. Father, show us what we don't actually need to do in order to see Jubilee in every area of our lives. I pray that today the curse of hypnosis will be broken. I pray that the spell of hypnosis will be broken. I pray that the spell of hypnosis would be broken. I pray that the spell of hypnosis would be broken. I pray that the lethargy would be broken. I pray you have energy. I pray you have strength. I pray you have focus. Come on, 915. You're about to walk out of this building. You're about to log off with strength. You're about to log off not hazy, without lethargy. Rise. Take up your bed and walk. Rise. Take up your bed and walk. Rise. Say it again, y'all. Rise. Speak to yourself. Say it again. Say it one more time. It was just that simple. You know why you're not out of debt? You haven't decided it. You want to know why you feel lonely? It's because you haven't decided that isolation is an advantage. You know why you feel miserable? It's because you're like Hannah. You're neurotic, so you're under hypnotic. You want to know why certain things aren't moving for you? Because you're not moving. He never got in the water. Somebody's just saying, I just need a prophetic word. Prophesy to yourself. Tell yourself. I just feel like a failure. Prophesy to yourself. Tell yourself. Everybody's against me, but notice they're not winning. Prophesy to yourself. It's about high schools. We got to go. Remain standing with me in the building and online. You need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord. Or be sure on three. I'm going to ask you to slip your hand up in the building online. Do the hand wave emoji. Says me. One, two, three. If that's you, slip that hand up in the building online. Do the hand wave emoji. Says me. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord. Or be sure. Everybody, pray this for me quickly. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I heard clearly from you today. 
I've been up under hypnosis. And today, as of this moment, I prophesy to myself, rise. You'll do it another way. Say that, please. Say you'll do it another way. In Jesus' name. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, recommitted yourself to the Lord, or sure. Bible says that you're saved. There's a party going on in heaven. The music just started. Charlie Wilson is up first. There's a celebration going on for you, the Bible says. I need you to take your phone out, scan the QR code, and text HARVEST to 55498. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word DECISION to 55498 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you and our or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day my company gets scam phishing emails trying to get money or sensitive info. I wanted to protect my employees and my clients, so I checked out CISA's Secure Our World. They've got simple ways we can protect our businesses from online threats. First, teach employees to recognize and report phishing. Next, require strong passwords plus multi-factor authentication. And finally, turn on automatic updates for your business software. To learn more, go to CISA at CISA.gov forward slash secure our world.